Welcome to Unpopular Opinion, the podcast. Man, Drew, what's up, bro? What's going on, DP? You good, family? I'm good, man. This is the pilot episode, man. I'm excited. Hey, man, we finally made it. It's a long time coming. It's a long time coming. <laughs> Y'all, in this episode, we start talking about uh, the bachelor party that happened in March, and it also happened to be my 25th birthday. Absolutely. Listen, we went to New York, guys, and it went down. Oh, it went up. <laughs> in this episode, man, we start to talk about the rites of passion ceremony, and we also find a way to start talking about the importance of doing relationships and community. Absolutely. So as you listen, we encourage you to ask questions. We encourage you to engage, share it with your friends, and let's keep the conversation going as we go beyond the surface. We hope you guys enjoy. Man, it's been a, it's been a minute. Bro, it's, it's been, been a minute. It's been since January, bro. Let's be very clear. Uh, you ain't have to, you know, say make it that clear, bro. I count, bro. It, 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 it been hurting. I'm like, man. But see, they don't know that. <laughs> well, they don't know anything because we ain't even posting nothing. Right, right. Well, <laughs> when, by the time we don't even know which episode this is, but it'll be in the uh, description, description, and in the title or whatever. But uh, y'all, it's been a while. I ain't gonna lie, we've been slacking just a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's all good. What's up, man? How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm feeling good. We are 50 days away from wedding day. I'm glad you brought that up, bro. That just means we we in the same uh, spirit. No, literally. (laughs) I I don't even have a countdown because I have a countdown in my head. I don't need repetitive countdown. I don't need no redundant countdowns. I feel you. But that's something that I did want to touch on, man. Like, this man is getting married soon, come May 27th. So, y'all be on the lookout for all of the Instagram and Facebook posts and all that, man. And I'm pretty sure this man, I'm pretty sure they have a, y'all have a registry, right? We do have a registry. Okay. Uh, Well, we'll drop that information in, too. Hopefully, by the time this comes, this particular episode comes out, uh, there'll still be time for people to send things. But... Uh, yeah, that information we'll, we'll make sure y'all get that as well. And man, just show your love, man. Be supportive. Yeah, uh, we appreciate please. it in advance. Yeah, black love, man. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's man. amazing to see. Um, and, and two people that are you know going about it the right way and honoring God in the in the process. Um, it's dope to see, man. We just got back from your bachelor trip, dog. New York. The big city, <laughs> the apple. You laughing? You laughing because there's a lot. It was that, a lot. There was a lot going on in the city, bro. Man, a lot that uh, we we didn't. We thought we were ready for. I don't think I was didn't. ready for a lot of those events. Yeah, we and, thought we were ready for New York as a whole. And, and the, <laughs> I won't say we were sadly mistaken, but we may have gotten ahead of ourselves. We got a little bit ahead of ourselves, man. You want to talk about that song? Not without getting into, like, I mean, we can go into as much detail as you want, uh, discernment, but, you know, I, I think, I think <laughs> more than anything, basically what Drew you saying, took away from it. <laughs> basically, Drew saying, don't, don't tell y'all everything <laughs> or anything. How about that? I will say uh, this. I will say this. Um, the culture of a bachelor trip, the I guess the tradition of a bachelor trip, at least what I've been told and what I've been taught, what I've seen and observed is that you go and do things that you wouldn't normally do uh, 
And man, sometimes that could be too at a detriment. And so yeah. it could be at a, you could sacrifice or forfeit who you really are for, to be someone you never have been, if that mm. makes any sense. Um, and not to say that we did anything that was completely out of character, but everything that we did wasn't, didn't align with our values. Um, and we realized that first day we was like, Oh no, this can be an enjoyable trip without compromise. Yeah. This can oh, be it started. It started before we even got to the airport. That's right. That's right. Exactly. We was like, this can be an enjoyable trip without compromise. We don't have to compromise our faith, who we are, what we value, um, to appease this standard of what a bachelor trip is is about to be. Like, we don't need strippers. I don't need that. I don't. Right. I don't. And, and didn't have them for those who are going there. Because I know y'all think, you know, <laughs> that we just, we got it. No, we don't. I don't got ones like that. You know, I, I, I put all mine in savings. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not going to do that. Facts. Anyways, my point is, we don't even value stuff like that. We don't even do that here and. I never had a desire for that stuff. And so I think we learned real quickly, man, like we enjoy being who we are every day and we don't need a trip to be someone we're not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that was the biggest takeaway. We we talked about it while we were there. Um, just to, man, like that we've had, I think some of the most enjoyable moments um, have been where it was completely sober, completely like just, I mean, doing what we naturally enjoy doing, not having to um, try to act. Cause I think at, at, at certain levels um, there was a desire mm. um, to be something else yeah. to fulfill a standard. And it felt for And to do what people expected of us, you know? Right. It's your right. bachelor party. It, it, you only get one bachelor. You should only get one bachelor party. So, so do <laughs> what you would do at one. You know. It, it, anyways, continue, bro. My bad. No, nah, you're good. Not, but you're absolutely right. Um, but yeah, it, it felt forced. Um, it was at times, you know, a bit uncomfortable. Um, and it just, I don't know. It, 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 it could have went a lot differently. Yeah. yeah. And it, I don't think it takes away. In its entirety, um, from the trip as a whole, yeah. but at the same time, you know, who who knows? Like, I think sometimes, you know, especially being in a in a brand new city, um, you know, you just never know the risk that could come from certain decisions, yeah. um, and and sometimes those consequences could be permanent. Um, yeah, and you know, the the caution that we would normally use. <laughs> it kind of went out it the window. It did. You're right. It, it went out the window. Um, so, but don't get me wrong. The we're talking about that side yeah. of it. But man, I, was just, I think we in the spirit, bro. Because I was, just, I was <laughs> really like, man, we still had a really good time, an amazing time. I mean, and I, to 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 piggy, I guess to tag on to even that sentiment, I had nine, ten guys who. Maybe two or three of us knew each other, but everybody else is meeting for the first time. 
Yeah. And we getting a you know, it took it took a little while. You know, guys are we're different. We ain't girls, you know. We either girls either hate each other immediately or love each other immediately. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> it, right. You don't need a whole bunch of time to be turned off by somebody, but you know, with the guys, it the first night we was up in the hotel room, had had the music on, dancing. <laughs> we was excited yeah. to be to you know together and celebrating the I guess my birthday and and uh, the, for the bachelor party, we were just excited to be in a new place um, together. Other men who value generally value the same thing, which was, which was dope, man. Which was super dope. No, nah, it was super dope, super dope, man. And and in in light of you know all that was going on, because it was a lot. <laughs> we were only there for a couple of days, but as they say, we were there for a good time, not a long Woo! time. Um, but, but I think one of the major highlights, man that stood out to the majority of us um, and I think it had the most impact on everybody was the rites of passage. Yeah. And, uh, man, I, I think we should yeah, yeah, you, spend some time for sure, there. For sure. I think, I think um, if anything, that's what this episode really is about, is, yeah. is about the rites of passage that took place from my dad to me and to all the other young men that were in that room on Saturday, mm-hmm. Saturday the 27th. Um, yeah. So essentially, guys, there was a, a ceremony that my so my dad. OK, let me start from the beginning. My pops was in New York with us um, and. I wouldn't want to be honest, my heart is I wouldn't want to have a good time doing anything without my pops being a part of a moment like that. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I had I have the luxury to have a friendship with him and not just a father son relationship, but an actual friendship an appropriate friendship. You know, I still honor him as my father. Um, and so I wanted him there. Uh, and it just so happened to be my birthday as well. And he knew, I think he knew for a while that he's wanted to do a rites of passage for my 25th birthday. Um, and so he was like, Oh, we finna make this, we finna make this a double whammy. We, we finna get your bachelor party taken care of. You know, I didn't have to pay a dime. And he said, we're, we definitely want to have this ceremony. And so he, what he did was he invited uh, a large gathering of men. Everybody couldn't be there, uh, but I, I'm still getting videos to this day of men speaking life into me and giving me tips and uh, insight and wisdom and encouragement and even speaking to things that they've already seen in me and kind of building those things up. But this day, there was about 15, 15 guys on a Zoom call, mm-hmm. um, as well as in the room with us um, while we were in New York in the hotel room who were just speaking life. And then the guys that were on the trip, they also spoke life. And when you talk about full, you know, the occasion was just that I'm getting married. Um, And the occasion was also that I'm turning 25. And there was just a passing of the torch, a passing of the, I would say, um, the grace, the anointing, uh, the mantle of leadership. Um, And man, I felt all of that. Every every yeah. word stuck, you know. Some words, you know, I was okay. And you just you, this is lip service. No, <laughs> every single word that was spoken stuck. I'm still yeah. reviewing the notes from that day, the mental notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think one of the things you said was, you know, you said I, I'm just getting married. No, no, no. I don't want to take away from how huge yeah. that is, and I think that is why it was so important to have. A moment like that to be able to um, allow guys who 
have been for years experiencing what you are about to experience. Um, to have that and um, bro, whatever you you doing, you can, we can hear it. <laughs> um, you can edit that out, though. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, to to have that man, to have guys who are able to speak, um, you know, come from scripture and and speak from a, a spiritual standpoint, but also speak from um, experience and wisdom um, and, and be yeah. practical. Um, I think that's huge. I think that the mantle of marriage is oftentimes um, minimized. Mm. And the, the truth of the matter is it's huge. It's a huge step. Um, and it, it shouldn't be taken lightly. And, um, you know, it, it should be honored and celebrated. Um, but I think that sometimes most a lot of people go into it without that guidance, without that direction, without um, somebody or a group of individuals yeah. there to say, hey, you know, this is what you can expect. Yeah, so in these moments, do this or in these moments, operate like this. Um, and at the end of the day, it's an equipping. I look at it like not to say that marriage is war by any means, but I look at it as if, you know, somebody going into a battle, yeah. man, or even going into business per se, like. Dude, the gems that were dropped that were dropped that Man. day, crazy, crazy, and and priceless, dog. Like you couldn't put a, a value. No, on you couldn't. The the level of information and wisdom that was shared. Yeah. Um, Two. Yeah. The, Go the, ahead. My bad. No, you good. The beautiful part about it was, while you know all these guys were talking directly to Dwight. Man, the guys in the room. Um, I, and I include myself, like, it hit me different. I, I think there were moments where I put myself in yeah. that seat and received wow. everything that was wow. being said because I, too, one day desired to get praise, married. Praise and so, <clears throat> wherever she mm-hmm. might be, hey, 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 boo. hey, boo. <laughs> hey, boo. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, you know, while it was it was about – the white the, the weekend was about the white, but man, I think <clears throat> there was so much that broke in that moment. Um, guys were literally, and you didn't see it, but uh, there were multiple guys at different instances who were in tears. Wow. Um, because I think more than one of us definitely put ourselves in those shoes and were receptive of all that was being mm. spoken. Mm. And you know, man, I was going to say something, but I have to say this. And I've said, I said it to you, I think, when we were in the airport coming back home, was the, the greatest blessing for me. And it's, it's something I always pray for because I had a great father. Um, and I didn't just have a present father. I had a father that was engaged in the inner recesses of my life. Um, like I said, I have a friendship with him. You, you don't develop a friendship with somebody from a distance. You know, I got to I got to know my right. pops on a heart level, not just a uh, extracurricular extracurricular level. Like we go play golf or we go work out or, you know, what I'm saying like we we have had conversations heart to heart about relationships, mm-hmm. about mistakes, about faults, about things that we want to grow in as if I would be talking to you, man. And um, 
my my one of my prayers i remember when i first started following the lord um i said i want the men in my life to be more impacted by who raised me rather than just me um and i wanted i wanted them i wanted the men in my life obviously i'm choosing wisely who those men are to have access to my father like i have access to my father because yeah. the reality is a lot of men whether they have mentors or father figures there's you can never have enough father figures or enough access to authentic mature men and i consider my dad to be one of them and also the other men that were in that room so what you guys got to realize is there were multiple men on this call on the call and then there was a portion where we turned off the zoom call and it was my Uh uncle um a friend of my dad's and who were, our families are really close and my dad. And they, they literally told us, they told everybody, if you did not have a father in your life to do some of the things that we have done for, for they have done for me um, and what they're willing to do going forward, um, that they can have, they can have that access to them. And what you got to realize about my pops is he doesn't say words like that lightly. His time is valuable. He's an executive in the company that he works for. Like his time and his family is his number one priority. But I think he realizes that the men in my life uh, are men, are awesome men. And he saw the value of the men in that room. And he said, I need to make myself available and accessible to these men that they might have some of the things that I didn't have and that they deserve. So it wasn't just that I'm going to give these men what they didn't have. No, I'm gonna give them what they deserve because every man deserves to have a, a a father figure or a man in their life that's counsel that that's available for counsel and relationship and bonding. So, anyways, long story long, bro, it's it was just a beautiful moment. It was an answered prayer in that moment. I I was in tears as well, just seeing some of the men kind of break down at the beauty of the moment. Yeah, it was beautiful, bro. It was beautiful. Yeah, nah, it definitely was, man. I'm not gonna lie. When uh, when your dad extended himself in that way, like it, it, mm. it choked me up. You know what I'm saying? Because <clears throat> for starters, when when um, I saw on the itinerary rites of passage, I was like, oh, "Okay, that's cool. <laughs> that's cute." You know what I mean? It's <laughs> cute. Like, um, but to to experience it, like for me, that was my first time actually being exposed yeah. to something like that. And quite frankly, um, you know, if I had not seen it and, and, and been a part of that moment, I don't think that it would have been even a thought of mine or expectation of mine to do something well, like that um, or to have something like that for myself. And then, you know, even what's even more sad is I don't think that I would have had a desire or even have known to do something like that mm-hmm. for my future son. And you know, at the end of the day, exposure is everything. Yeah. Um, so I'm grateful for the fact that one, I was, you know, simply yeah. just exposed to it. Um, but even more so, like, I know that my pops would never have thought mm-hmm. to do something like that. Um, so the fact that your dad, you know, and, and, and his friends were like, Hey, we will show up and do this exact same thing for y'all. You know, saying like, bro, that just—I don't know. It just that that meant yeah. a lot. Um, and 
you know, it's definitely something to look no, forward no. to for sure. No, it's, it was awesome, man. For it was sure, awesome. Sure. And honestly, the highlight of the trip, you know, it's a bachelor trip and a birthday celebration uh, kind of combined in one, but by far my favorite moment of the trip. Um, and there was a lot of things that to, to, to really enjoy or to pull out of that trip and be like, oh, man, I, I definitely want, want to do that again with these guys. But that rites of passage, man, it wasn't just me crossing them sands, if you will. Uh, it was yeah. all of us because yeah. um, I consider every man in that room, um, whether they are a covenant brother, they have the capacity to be a covenant brother to me. And, man, that covenant is coming with me into my marriage. I, I've said to Sarah and I've yeah. said to anybody, the reason that Sarah will, will be happy and fulfilled in our marriage is not because of who I am or what I do. It's because of who the, the men that are surrounding me. Are they speaking into my life? Are they challenging me? Are they checking me? Are they asking the right questions? Are they praying for me? You know, these are the things that would make me a qualified candidate for Sarah. And that, absolutely, no, that's true. And a lot of people don't understand that. And so they get married or they're getting married um, based off of what they feel like is the right thing to do. But it's an isolated view. It's not, man, let me make sure that my brothers are aware of everything that I'm doing. It's not to say that your marriage isn't yours. Your marriage is yours. You're an individual. You, and you should operate the, way, the best way you know how. But if you're really doing life with people, there's not much they don't know. There's not much that they're tuned out about. You know what I'm saying? They know and they, they're able to speak life into it, not because they're perfect, but because God uses imperfect people to get his plans fulfilled. And the plans in my life will only be fulfilled because of the people that are a part of that plan and a part of God's plan in my life. So anyways, man, it's, it's just super important. That was a super important moment for everybody to realize that, man, this isn't about me turning 25. This is about us realizing that as, as one man is getting ready to be connected to another for life, you also are being brought over into that threshold uh, to be a part of that, man. And yeah, my, my marriage will be successful because of the men that are well, one, uh, one reason would be because of the men that are in my life. A big reason would be, I would say. So yeah. that's huge, man. Yeah. That's, that's something that doesn't get talked about often. I think that especially like I can speak for myself, but I'm sure that many can relate. Um, is this idea or feeling that um, if I get into a relationship or whatever the case might be, um, you know, it has to be quote unquote private, right? There's this huge idea about, you know, doing everything, doing yeah. a relationship in private. And I think that I think that there's a difference between doing so in private and then doing say so that in again, complete you isolation. Have to say that again. Cause they didn't hear you. They, they didn't hear you. <laughs> there is a difference in doing relationship in private versus doing relationship <laughs> in isolation. And and what privacy looks like is, okay, well, maybe you're not posting everything on social media or, you know, uh, disclosing every issue that you might be having with your significant other, you know, out to everybody on social media or doing it at the family gathering on Thanksgiving. Like, yeah, that's inappropriate. However, um, in isolation, that means you're close. There's nobody around yeah. to hold yeah. you accountable not only to who you are, um, but also how you're showing up right. in the relationship. Um, 
I didn't understand the value of that, honestly, until I saw you and Sarah's relationship, quite frankly. Um, and even in, in my past situation with... Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, don't say that. <laughs> I almost slipped up because we <laughs> we have conversations like this all the time, which I have to realize. Yeah, you so got real comfortable. Come. Hey, Never put your feet on the floor. Get them off my couch. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, my last in my last um situation, you know, I think that was the first time where I tried to um incorporate that community into that. And I think that it might have been her first time being exposed to something like that too. Mm-hmm. And she rejected it. Yeah. She didn't want to yeah. do that. Um and and I think I saw the result of not doing so even in that particular yeah. situation. And it didn't work out. That doing like mm-hmm. so I call I consider this not doing your relationship in isolation mm-hmm. is essentially doing life with others. And um yeah. that's that's the affirmative way of saying it. So the opposite of doing it in isolation is doing life with others. And the way that doing life right. with others looks is, you know, you're not just going on double dates with them, right? You are right. you know, you're getting together. You're Man, I'll put it, I'll give you an example. If Drew's significant other is having issues with Drew, she can trust that I can give her an objective view about what may be going through his head. Um, and she can trust mm-hmm. that I'm not going to enable bad thought processes and bad habits um, that he may have. I'm going to, ch- I'm going to challenge those things. Um, and if he's not talking to me, then I'm praying for him and I'm, I'm not sitting there, you know, acting as if I'm not going to lie to her about things that are affecting y'all's relationship. And so if it, if it has to do with your relationship and you being the best man that you are for her, she's going to hear my heart on how I can impact Drew in a more positive manner to make sure that he is being that, that right man. That's doing life with people as in a, in a relationship. And it's what I seek to do in my relationship while I'm with Sarah is if I'm having an issue, I'm sharing those stories and I'm sharing those insights about the things that are going through my head in relation to Sarah. And Drew has PTO permission to offend, permission to check me, permission to, uh, to speak to that. And, and, and if I get defensive, I'm expressing to him or I'm communicating to him that I don't trust him. And therefore we should not be friends. (laughs) <laughs> or we need to talk yeah. about why we don't trust each other, you know? And so that's mm-hmm. doing life. But we think doing life is just going on double dates every now and then, making sure it's in the budget, uh, you know, and that's not, that's a part of it. But doing life is so much deeper. That means both of yep. both sides of the relationship. Um, if me and Sarah and Drew and his significant other, we can both speak to each other like family. We can be in each other's house. Yep. You can knock down my. You can knock on my door at any time, because that's doing life. And a lot of people are not okay with that. Yep. And that's a whole other conversation. Right. 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 So, I would I would encourage anybody who is considering pursuing a relationship or considering pursuing marriage, man, if you are trying to do it alone, reconsider. Um, and, and, you know, if you don't have people that you trust around you, um, I think that should be a prayer for you. 
to to ask God to um, create those divine connections with people mm. that you can trust, um, with people that you know are willing to hold you accountable. Um, and <clears throat> I believe um, that God Absolutely. will meet that need. Um, and at the end of the day, it makes you better as an individual, um, and then it also benefits that relationship Absolutely. that you're trying your to Your relationship will only be as successful as the other friendships in your life. And hopefully those friendships are... Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Say that one more time. Your relationship... That was good. Your intimate relationship with your significant other will only be as successful as the other relationships in your life. And so if those are failing, inevitably your intimate relationship will struggle. I won't say it'll fail, but it's going to feel like it's on the rocks. Um, and we all need to understand that because we get in this state of mind that I know what's best for my relationship and you may, but what happens when you get stressed out? What happens when you're feeling insecure? That means you're not operating in the most sober of mind and you need sober minds to speak into that intoxication. So I I won't even belabor that. I just want to. I really we, we we have to stress that Drew and we have to stress that for ourselves because it's so easy it's easier yeah. to be isolated than it is to be connected. It's way easier. It's so convenient because nine times out of ten you're more you feel more alone than you do connected to people. And you have to we gotta work to be connected. Yeah. It it takes work, but the result, Absolutely. the byproduct is so worth mm-hmm. it, man. And so yeah, I just want to encourage anybody who's listening. Get connected to people. Ask questions about what connectivity looks like. Allow people to speak. Allow other opinions to shape your view. Um, and allow it to be malleable. Be, malle- be malleable individuals. Don't get so tunnel visioned and, and stuck on how you see the world that that becomes truth. Um, and let, let's not even add the faith component because then, you know, your truth and God's truth, if they don't align, then you believe in a lie. You're living a lie. And so if you don't see the world the yeah. way that God sees the world, if you don't see community the way God sees community, if you don't see people the way God sees people, then you're rejecting what God designed you to be and how much, uh, how much glory he was supposed to get from how you do life. Uh, so, yeah, let's, just, right. let's stay encouraged. Let's continue to be malleable, malleable y'all. Drew, you, you got any other thoughts, bro? Yeah, man. No, I think that's good. Um, definitely. You know, I think that, you know, it sums up this particular episode. Um, it was just impromptu. We back. Uh, but we're back. <laughs> we're back. Um, so next episode, we get right back into Victory Over the Darkness. Again, I don't whatever, know what chapter Whatever page on, is folded. But we're there. Dark. Listen, <laughs> it's, it's, y'all, y'all will That's see right. it in the title, okay? It'll be in the next title. Um, so we love y'all. We appreciate you guys for listening. Um, and hopefully with a title we'll for this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, Definitely. y'all. Love y'all. Thanks for listening to today's episode from Unpopular Opinion. We hope you enjoyed and were challenged. So please like, comment, subscribe, share, you know, leave a little review or something so that the conversation can continue. And remember... Hold up, bro. And remember, while perfection is not the goal, 
progression is still the standard. You always gotta have the last word. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all next time.